I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and you're listening to Reset here on 91.5 WBEZ. Mayor Lori Lightfoot has tapped a longtime reform advocate to oversee Chicago's first independent civilian-led police oversight panel. Attorney Adam Gross will launch the Community Commission for Public Safety and Accountability in the next few months. It's designed to give local residents real power over police accountability and public safety issues here in the city. WBEZ criminal justice reporter Patrick Smith joins us now with the details. Great to have you back, Patrick. Great to be here. So tell us about the new commission and how it's supposed to work. Right. So this is a commission that is over the entire sort of policing apparatus in Chicago. And by that, I mean, you know, we obviously we have the Chicago Police Department. We also have the police board and the civilian office of police accountability. Those already exist and they deal with different parts of oversight of police. This commission will be like an umbrella over all of them. And, and as far as how it's supposed to work for this citywide commission, the initial commission, the city council is going to nominate 14 people to be on the panel, and then the mayor will choose from that list of 14. She'll choose seven commissioners to serve on the citywide panel over the police board, COPA, and the Chicago Police Department. I see. So help us understand, how much power is this civilian-led panel really going to have? Well, they will take the lead role in identifying future police superintendents, uh, you know, going through applications, interviewing people, coming up with a list of, of potential hires, although the mayor will have final say still in the, in the police superintendent. They will have unilateral power to fire and hire and fire the head of COPA. That's the city agency that investigates allegations of police misconduct. Um, but I think from talking to people, what could be more powerful than sort of their role in personnel changes is the authority to draft, review, and approve new policies the Chicago Police Department, you know, they have final say over police department policies, and they have ability to set priorities for the department. So every year, the way it's supposed to work is every year they will set priorities for the Chicago Police Department, um, and, and that, that will be, you know, that's supposed to be the final word for what the police department's priorities for the year will be. Interesting. So what do we know about Adam Gross, the new executive director, and, and his background? Adam Gross is an attorney. Um, He spent the last 25 years working for the public interest group BPI. He's currently the director of BPI's Police Accountability Program. Before that, he was in charge of its justice reform program that focused, he focused on fixing the state's juvenile justice system. So he's been sort of in uh, do-gooder legal work for, for, you know, more than two decades. He uh, played a central role with the the Grassroots Alliance for Police Accountability, right? And that's one of the organizations that really fought for a civilian oversight panel to begin with, isn't it? That that yeah, that's absolutely right. That GAPA, as it's, as it's known, was this sort of coalition of community groups that that were pushing hardest for this civilian oversight panel. And Adam Gross has been advising that group and really negotiating over this exact issue for the last five years on behalf of that group. So he knows this issue inside and out. And and, and I should say, you know, like this, this commission and the way it's put together is kind of a compromise, and it's really a compromise between Mayor Lightfoot and, and the GAPA folks. And, and Adam Gross was at the table, you know, negotiating that compromise over the last few years with, with the mayor. How are people responding to Gross's appointment? He's... He's drawn praise from from some aldermen who really pushed for this panel. And and in general, I mean, considering the work he's done and the side he was on in negotiations that I was just talking about, Mm -hmm. his pick is clearly an olive branch or or a gesture of good intentions from the mayor 
to these community groups that wanted a commission in the first place. And I think, you know, I haven't seen any, like, any outcry or, or big criticism of him. I think because he's an attorney who's mostly been working in, in the background, he's not like a controversial figure who's drawing a bunch of criticism that I've seen so far. I'm curious, Patrick, as, as you learn more in your reporting about details of this new panel, what are your thoughts about how it'll be structured? Well, it's interesting because I think the most interesting thing that we haven't talked about yet, you know, so it's a seven-person panel, and that first panel, the sort of interim panel, uh, will be picked, as we talked about, by the mayor and, and, and the city council. But then, the, going forward, this commission will be chosen by elected community representatives. And this is a – we haven't talked about it yet. It's, it's a kind of a complex system, but um, in addition to this citywide panel, there's going to be um, – three-person elected oversight boards for each of the city's 22 police districts. So the people on those boards, they'll be voted on by residents, obviously, and they will spend their time focusing on the district they live in, but then they will be the ones who pick future members of this citywide panel, mm. if that makes sense. I mean, that to me is these these elected, uh, you know, community-based or sort of district-level groups, those are going to be the most interesting thing to me, even though obviously the citywide panel is the one that's going to have the most, the most power and the most influence. This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. If you're just tuning in, we are discussing the city's new civilian-led police oversight panel. Mayor Lori Lightfoot has named attorney and longtime police reform advocate Adam Gross as the executive director. And WBEZ criminal justice reporter Patrick Smith is here with me giving us the details. Now, coming up in about five minutes on Reset, ahead of her show tonight at the Laugh Factory, we're going to talk to Chicago comedian Lisa Beasley about her very funny impression of Mayor Lori Lightfoot. So stay tuned for that. So so we're clear, Patrick, when will they begin their work? So that's, that's a very good question, and it really depends on how long city, city council members, aldermen, take to pick the 14 nominees. And what I've heard from my reporting is that that's going to depend on how many applications they get and the quality of those applicants. So, and I should say this now, Chicago residents can apply to be on that first citywide panel on the city's website. There's about three weeks left to apply. Once that deadline hits, I think it's February 4th, uh, then the city council members will start going through applications and pick the 14 nominees. Uh, from what I've heard, again, as I said, based on, on what that pool of applicants look like, it could be that they have a list of 14 by the end of February. Mm -hmm. It could be more like June, according to somebody I was talking to. Uh, I should say I don't have any inside info besides having – talk to some people. If I were just based on how city council usually moves, I would guess it would be closer to June. But but maybe, you know, maybe we should be optimistic and it could be sooner than that. Does it give any indication on the website what they're looking for specifically? You know, I I, uh, I don't have the qualifications right in front of me, but I mean, anybody who's a resident can, can, can apply. Okay. And I'm sure that, you know, that's the interesting thing about the whole city council picking this. I'm sure that different aldermen will have very different things that they're looking for. There's, there's a number of aldermen on city council who will want somebody who maybe is a former police officer or somebody who is a former prosecutor. And then there's also many aldermen who will want somebody who has a history of, of organizing or, or protesting or a history of, of speaking out about police injustice. Uh, it, it will be interesting to see what that 14-person group is like and then, and then who Mayor uh, Lightfoot picks from, from those 14. Yeah, let's go over some of the biggest challenges that you see the, the commission will face in the coming months. Well, you know, it's interesting because because they get to set the priorities and because we don't even have a commission yet, 
we don't know what they're going to pick and what this group of seven will pick as the most important things for them to to address. You know, the, people talk about a lot of different things, including obviously things like police shootings, police police training, um, police wellness. I mean, there's been a lot of reporting, including reporting that I've done about how just overworked and, and police officers are feeling right now and how right. low morale is. Uh, there's also, I mean, it's, it's a very long-standing problem. Uh, issue, you know, the the relationship between police officers and especially communities of color here in Chicago. I think one big challenge that won't be a priority for them that some of them have said is sort of the climate they'll be coming into, which is one where we have obviously incredibly high levels of gun violence right now. Mm-hmm. And when gun violence is really high, I think the public's appetite for police reform is, is maybe a little bit lower. And I want to be clear there are plenty of experts, plenty of people who are pushing for this exact panel who would tell you that police reform and, and fighting violence are not mutually exclusive, that they actually reinforce each other. But it will be interesting to see this panel operate in a time when people are talking a lot more about gun violence than they are about police violence. Speaking of those who were pushing for this panel, the mayor promised to create a, a civilian-led oversight panel in her first 100 days. So better late than never? Yeah, yeah, I think better late than never. I think to the people who who really wanted this panel, they they'd rather have it now than not at all. Yeah. That is interesting. It's important that you bring that up. I mean, this is something she campaigned on, and then almost immediately got to fighting against the very people who were pushing for it. I mean, the reason it took so long—I shouldn't say the only reason—I don't know everything that was going on behind the scenes, but the big reason it took so long was fighting over how much power the mayor would have, and and sort of the whole point of civilian-led oversight is that the power is in the residents and not with the mayor or with any one executive. Um, and, and so her wanting to maintain power for herself and also for future mayors was a big driver for why this took so long. Well, let's go back to Adam Gross specifically. Do you foresee any possible challenges for him? Because I know, I know he's got this background in police accountability work, but is he entering the new lead role at all with any blind spots? Well, I, I mean, I think one thing that you could point to is, is that he's a white guy. And, and often when we are talking about issues with policing in Chicago, we are talking about how police treat communities of color, people of color, and, and the relationship with communities of color. So a potential blind spot could be coming from, from his, his identity there. Um, I will say, you know, he knows systems. He knows how this is supposed to work. So for, for being the person to sort of stand this up, it seems like he has a lot of the bona fides for that. I do think it's important to keep in mind, especially, you know, I just brought up about the fact that he's a white guy, and that is relevant, but it's important to keep in mind that he's not going to be on the commission. So he has a very important role here in making sure this functions and setting up how it's going to function, but he's not going to be the one setting priorities or, or reshaping policies. That will be the people who are picked by the mayor and city council. Well, that is WBEZ criminal justice reporter Patrick Smith. Thanks for the update, Patrick. Thanks for listening. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. We've got more for you on the podcast, WBEZ's Reset, wherever you listen.